shake your body, baby, do that conga. No, you can't control yourself any longer. Come on, shake your body, baby, do that conga. No, you can't control yourself any longer. expand like let's just go into it what does that mean don't you feel it i feel cities like it's over like <laughs> we've been invaded by forces we cannot control you mean invaded by uh wall street in silicon valley exactly i you know what i i'm all about it though i'm all about right. i'm about the the new neighbors okay all right we, we can elaborate on that a little yeah bit. what what so have you been out Let's talk about the last like two months of your life since okay. the new year. Go on. Okay. So. Uh, Are you pregnant? I was. <laughs> okay. Uh, this is like the Oprah interview with Prince Harry and Meghan Markle. This is like the ultimate Ben Wolkoff expose interview. I love how Harry like blames everything on his mom's death. Of course, that's a traumatic childhood trauma. Well, his PR, his PR people are like, listen, when you go out there, just talk about just yourself. just everything revert back to absolutely. Your, your why, why would I mean I would fucking play that card left and right. The die card. <laughs> oh, there's Oof. so much. There's Too so soon? there's so many. Too soon. Yeah. There's so many double puns on that. The die yeah. card. Yeah. Um, okay, so how was your New Year so far, 2021? Uh, it's been good. I mean, I don't think I've talked to you since uh, the Capitol riot. Yes, which has been gone fake viral. Mm. One of our best, best viewed slash played episodes since Vanena, Vanessa Mankey's like uh, debut back in April. Yeah, people are really talking about that. And, uh... We've gotten so many views on our intake on um viking hat guy people really loved our take on viking hat guy they did i mean no one's commented but i mean the, you have a sense that people really love I, absolutely yeah. i think that was like our most um heart-pounding gut-wrenching episode to date i mean if people did actually listen to this that would be their favorite part i think so yeah the the mega peloton workout slash viking hat guy Oh yeah, and turning the uh, Rose Garden into, into Burning Man. Yes, La Playa. Playa. Yeah. So many good ones. Yeah, this is a great be... recap for those people who are not <laughs> Let's be honest. with a body of work. There is so many one-liners in that one 35-minute episode. I know. It's just ongoing. Anyway, continue. So 2021. So yeah, so then there was the Capitol Riot. Yes. Um, was it hilarious? No, it, no, it was not very hilarious. Okay. Uh, and then, you know, for me, it's, you know, I'm just kind of like uh, adapting to Miami. It's, it's changed. Like, I can feel Since it. 2021. Since this new year. In the last two weeks, Miami has changed forever. That's wow. my thesis. Elaborate, please. Um, I just feel like qualitatively and quantitatively the city feels very, very different. Interesting. Driving okay. around, you just get like, there's a little bit of like, there's a step up in aggression. 
not like Miami did not have crazy aggression before. Yeah, but now now we got that New York shit, you know. Interesting. Okay. Yeah, and a lot of people are feeling it. I think. Uh, Fascinating. A lot of people are expressing that to me in confidence. <laughs> not really, but I I'm intuiting it. Like local Miamians are expressing that. Yes, and I think the interesting dynamic that'll play out in the next few months is like you know kind of new school versus old school, mm. and you're gonna get like I think what's gonna really surprise and you know the uh, the recent um, the newcomers to the town mm-hmm. is that Miami is still very much an insider city, and mm. you can throw money around that does well, get in places. I mean, let's be honest. Hashtag Carbone. Hashtag Carbone. Let's, can we just talk about Carbone for Carbone a second? Carbone encapsulates the whole thing for me. That I agree with you, dude. If people once again post about Carbone, I think I'm going to just like freak, like throw up. I, I, totally I, I don't understand what's going on with that. Yeah, although I did go to Carbone last night. God fucking damn it. I was invited for a birthday. Yeah. Was, okay. and it, you know what, it By was, a New Yorker? It was fucking tasty. Was it packed? It it was it was it was busy. I did sit outside by the way. Okay. Um, it was packed. It was very tasty, but I did feel like I was a, in New York. an accomplice. <laughs> an accomplice to okay. the um, hashtag Carbone Miami bastardization of our fair city. Mm. Do you feel guilty? I I do feel guilty. Yeah, yeah, but you know. Seth Levy. I was like a sociologist, just seeing what was happening. So, be based on your um, observation, percentage-wise, how many people at Carbone last night were from New York, percentage-wise? So I was sitting with a let's call him a northeaster. Um, okay. I think it's from New York. Yeah, he's from New York. And literally, he said hi to ten people. Shut the fuck. And up. I didn't know any of those people. Oof. It was total like that's rough. Yeah, the New that's York rough. Illuminati Interesting. have come and and now they're in Carbone, Miami. And then they're in Carbone. Yeah, that's the seat of their power, <laughs> of their nascent power. Wow. Yeah. So you essentially infiltrated your own city. I did infiltrate my own city. It was a very strange kind of experience. So is this why you want to move to Mexico? Um, this might be a part of it, yeah. Mm. I'm not so sure I'm gonna love this, you know. Mm. So what? What is it? So what's the next? What is 2021 looking out for you, Ben? Lots of change, man. Selling my house, as I told you. Yes, to low pump, maybe. Maybe. Yeah. If he buys it, that'd be cool. That's cool. Um, and then I think I'm just simplifying my life. You know, I'm getting. Are you Marie Kondoing your life? I'm straight up Marie Kondo. Okay, cool, cool. What doesn't give and me And I'm joy? moving into a condo, which is appropriate, so. In Brickle. <laughs> I'm going to Marie Kondo my new condo, yes. <laughs> um, so that's interesting. Besides the fact that you could get double your, your, uh, your purchase price. Who it, the fuck knows? It's so speculative and, and crazy right now because this is the kind of money that's down there is just crazy. So we'll see. I don't know if I'll be able to sell for anything new. It's just a social experiment. It's a test balloon, if you will. But you don't want to leave Miami. You just want to sell your place. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. Hmm. What else is going on? Um, uh, Besides that you were pregnant but not pregnant. Exactly. Exactly. Mm. 
Uh, so that's, those are the highlights for me. What about you? Enough of that minute. Well, you were just on some voyage. I was. I was the Lewis and Clark of post-COVID travels. Which one, Lewis or Clark? I was probably Lewis. Um, yeah. Yeah. Usually yeah. Lewis yeah. yeah. Um, my boss Dennis was Clark. It was fascinating. Go on. Okay, so I went on a plane every day, which, mind you, airline travel is back. It's just like everyone's just masks, but it was fucking packed, guys. Like this whole like, oh, you get a whole road to yourself? No, gone. Especially if you're pl- flying on American Airlines. It's a total shit show. Um, so we went on a cross-country journey and went to San Francisco for my first two days of you, my... You and D-Shul. Yeah, me and D-Shul. Shout out to D-Shul. San Francisco... Okay, this kind of goes back to your earlier stage of, like, Miami has changed. It is fucking gone. Done. Like, do you have you ever seen, like, the um, zombie apocalypse of, like, Walking Dead and, like, these, like, you know, shows? That, it, like, I literally witnessed it. Wow. Mind you, I stepped on human shit, like, twice. Wow. Like, like this is not, like, completely, like, I'm you not... You have a ex- very discerning eye. I am not exaggerating. The entire streets were um, filled with um, crazy, like, like drugged out homeless people. Yeah. Well, that's sometimes people like it's just that <laughs> there were other people too. You know what's so funny? I brought this up to somebody who used to live in Oakland, and they're like, "Oh yeah, that's like fucking San Francisco in the '90s." So maybe it's like all good. Maybe they're just going back to like the cool times of grunge era '90s. I don't know. Um, you see these giant construction sites, like we're talking like towers, like imagine Brickle, yeah. but like like maybe tumbleweeds. It was crazy. We stayed at the W Hotel, 340 rooms, Yeah. 18 people. Shut up. 18 people. One dude, front desk, who was also the valet. So God bless him. His name was Jorge. Like respect Jorge. From, shout out to Jorge. Shout out to Jorge. I'm sure he's listening. Um, it was fucking creepy, yeah. and it was really honestly, it was kind of sad because San Fran is like one of my favorite cities. Um, but yeah, that's what COVID does, and you know, you have like these crazy like you know recall Gavin Newsom, like you know. There's just a lot of tension, and the energy there was really scary. Like, I've never... I mean, you know, there's a lot of, like, anti-Asian kind of hate crimes that are popping up all over more than ever. Like, some crazy statistic. It's, like, up by 700% since last year. Like, it's insane. And, you know, when I I I was posting on Instagram, like, oh, I'm in San Fran. I've gotten so many um, DMs from, like, Asian friends being like, you need to watch yourself. It's very scary. Which is, like... Guys, it's San Francisco, like whatever. Yeah, that would be. I feel like that would be the safest place in the world to be Asian. Dude, there there have been accounts of just like random crazy people coming up and punching you in the face and what? running away, and like, and not to like you know manifest these like you know like energies, but like literally, I land in an SFO and people are like, I can't believe you're in an SFO. Like, be just watch out, watch out. And then since that was in my like periphery. I was scared shitless. Like, I was trying to find a Starbucks. No kidding. Like, walking two blocks from my hotel. And some some dude, like, no joke, was, like, 
like walking way too close behind me. And I thought to myself, like, am I going to get mugged literally two blocks from my hotel? And I started like, and then like that, like kind of like panic. I've never felt that in since like 1996 in New York City. That's really, really sad. It's so sad. And it's really sad. How yeah. much of it was like your spidey sense that something bad was hap- that's happened? How much of it was just, you know, that having been fed that? I think 50 50. 50 50. Because why would someone be, when I tell you they're literally maybe like less than a feet away from me, like, bro, you have the entire fucking city. Yeah. Like, come on, back the fuck up. So either that person, was playing off, like sensing my fear. And you know, some people like to fuck around, so all good. But like, I wanted to just stop and turn around and be like, can you fucking back off? Because why would you do that when you have the entire 16 blocks of downtown Soma available? So that really freaked me out. And then I literally like, like I've never done this. I felt very Karen. I was just like, kind of like this and like, like kind of like ran to like the Starbucks and I walked in. Super uncomfortable in the Starbucks. Wow. Because no one was there. Like some dude was in the back, and I'm like, hello. Was, like, was Jorge working the Starbucks too? <laughs> but it was like one of those or moments. Jorge, I'm like, am I? Like, He's like, do you have any job in service? Yo, like I felt like this dude is gonna straight up come to me oh. in the Starbucks and like fucking like jack me, and I'm inside a Starbucks, like of all of the post-capitalist like. Hey. I'm in safe zone Starbucks. This I was like, this dude is gonna straight up come into my Starbucks my Starbucks, this Starbucks, and try to fucking take my shit. I'm calling Howard. I mean, this is unacceptable. <laughs> Howard, Zuck, yeah. fucking call everybody, because I'm mean, like- if we can't feel safe in a Starbucks, where can we feel safe? In San Francisco. Of all places. Of all places, you guys. San Fran fucking, when you got- This segment is brought to you by Pete's Roasted Coffee. <laughs> Literally <laughs> from Seattle. Um, when you're talking about a a goddamn box that's 300 square feet that's still selling for $4 million. Give me a fucking break. At least give me some sense of safety at a Starbucks. So anyways, that was really heartbreaking for me. I'm sorry you went through that. I did catch some of your uh, social media activity. Yes. uh, It it was kind of... Creepy. Well, no, you're, you're... I, I kind of felt militancy born out of fear. Like you mm. really, like you really, really been trumpeting the, um, you know, the, this issue, right? Violence well, and yeah. Asian Americans. Uh, Absolutely. And it took. It was a, a cross country tour to, to discover that. Well, it was. It was definitely one. You know what it was, What it was, and you know we talk about this a lot about just like the racism that has been hyperventilated in the last year right. or so. Right. But I think for Asians in general, you know, we've always been taught to just like, just fucking put your head down and just keep him walking. Like, don't cause a stir. You know, that's like kind of been ingrained, particularly if you're an immigrant of this country, right? Yeah. So you're not like, it's one thing if you're an African-American that was brought here on the fucking middle passage through slavery, okay? You should fucking scream, cry, reparations, reparations all day. But for somebody that's willfully came to this country, you're kind of like, I'm not in my country, I'm in their country. So, you know, my dad would always, growing up, being like, fucking, don't cause any trouble. Like, just be quiet, just like study hard, just be in the background, just, you know, just do the work, you know? So that's always been 
that's how I was raised, you know, and that's how most Asians in this country have been raised is to not cause too much of a ruckus. So I think this past year, I mean, it's gotten to a point where when you're talking about like some passive aggressive, like tee hee hee, like Asian girl, like being like, what the fuck? It means it's really bad. Yeah. You know, it's like fucking. You're shedding all of that conditioning because it's like, it's not, it's, you know, it's. um, What's been really hard. But what's been horrifying though is when they're attacking elder people, which to me is one of those, like, that's a very like, you do not fuck with your elders in Asian culture. Honestly, that shouldn't be any culture. Like, you just respect people. Yeah, I think that should be a pretty fundamental proposition. But, like, it's got, there was like a whole tic tac, tic tac, I'm just old, tic tac challenge. So, my daughter was telling me this because I don't know, where like kids were literally like, let's see who can knock down an old, like, Asian grandma. What? Yes, dude. And people would be filming. And, like, kids just, like, running and just, like, pushing some old Asian lady and, like, fucking kicking them and running off. Like, that was a challenge on TikTok. And you're just, like... But it was only specifically targeted to old Asian grandmothers where you're, like, why would you do that? Do it to, like... I mean, it's, like, they're so docile and, you know, cute. Like, well, why would but, you... But that maybe... Is that, what, is that why? Is because in society we associate, like, A, Asians as docile and B... Elder, older Asians, in particular, within that 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 you know subset, even that 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 creates the biggest kind of like power dynamic. Then maybe that that's why it's done. Well, they, yes, they're women, right? So it's not like the male dominance. They're old, right? They're frail. Well, the perception and, is that you know, let's say a young white kid, right? That's that's the way to be, you know. Yeah, like flex, pushing off an old lady, yeah. yeah, yeah, and being like society. fucking Chinese virus, and then you know, kick, like what. What sense of gratitude or like, you know, it's like, what would compel somebody to do that if it wasn't, I don't know. It was just, it's so, yes, all of that being said, like when you're getting random text messages from Asian friends in particular being like, check out this link. Literally, people coming while you're waiting to cross the street and some fucking crazy person like punches you in the face and runs off. You're just kind of like, okay, like what do you do with that? What do you do? What do you do with that kind of information? So yes. Can we use TikTok to find those kids and then like go and beat them down? Well, so what about the BTS army? Have they not? uh, Have they unleashed the power of their? uh... One of the one of the things that was interesting like diving super deep into the whole SF, like like the backlash of San Francisco and how this, you know, SF is dead, is that their um, DA, the San Francisco city DA, is like super like liberal left in the sense of like, they're not willing to um, like, like criminalize these types of misdemeanors. And they were just saying how, and this is like facts. You can look it up. They're saying like, Minor theft that's under a thousand dollars, you cannot make it as a felony or you can't put people in jail. So they're just saying literally people just walk into a CVS and just like take $999 and just walk out. No, I kid you not. You can look it up. It's gotten so ramp, it's lawless. 
And that's the thing about it that... So, like, like you got, like, fees of calculators, like, calculate, like, oh, we're at 940. Yo, they yeah. interviewed some dude, the security guy at Walgreens, and he's like, fuck that. I'm not going to fucking waste my time. Like, go on, right? They say these cr- these crazy criminals or whatever, obviously they're homeless and they're, like, you know, high on weed or whatever. They were saying that they are so bold because they know they're not going to get arrested that they go steal $999 worth of whatever, shampoo or whatever, the next day they come back and try to get a refund. Oh, that's brilliant. I mean, that's, in one piece of me, I'm like, that's fucking smart. That's, inno- that's very innovative. That's fucking smart. That is really good. Wow. So, yeah, so San Francisco, man, this is what, when, not, I don't want to sound that person, but when the, quote, being too left... Yeah, well, I, like, think, I think you know, like I, I um, you know, our, our mutual friend who's here from LA. Uh, oh, John. Yeah, it's John. Okay, he, cool. He, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, who was talking a little bit about that? About how you know California. He lives in LA. That California is now really. I mean, it's like it's gone a little bit too far in terms yeah. of that. You know. It's like defund the, the police yeah, or yeah 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 pendulum swung okay the pendulum needs to swing yeah but then like sometimes it needs to reset and hopefully it, it, it sets yeah. somewhere you know maybe in a better direction or in a better place where where it started but you can't let you can't stop at the outer fulcrum of the pendulums you know well you need you need law-abiding citizens for a common like city to work i mean the fact that like literally people so the reason why i stepped on human shit twice was that all of the public restrooms are closed because of covid and so um so the homeless people are just straight up like like fucking law it's like really poor man's burning man (laughs) you know what i mean like if it was like a Burning Man, but like Occupy San Francisco, and it was just like a bunch of like, like people with like drum circles, and then they're like shitting in the corner of the street. That's wonderful imagery. Sorry. Yeah. I mean, I just, you know, I was just kind of like, cool, there's a drum circle. Oh shit. Oh no, it's homeless I, people defecating. Right. <laughs> Where I was like, oh, cool, like, is it yeah. a rave? No, it's not a rave. I smell weed. Oh, but no, there's people taking a fucking piss on the corner. I was like, okay. Oh, God. Jeez. <laughs> yeah. So that, yeah. and then three days later, I'm in Austin, Texas. Balls to the wall, let's go. Like, everyone's like, where's the Elon Musk? Like, it's such a different dichotomy of like, Seeing California, lockdown California, where you're just literally like human feces on the street. And then you have like Austin, Texas, where it's like Miami. It's like bougie restaurants with $13, $14 happy hour cocktail. And you're just like, like oh my God, it's like normal life. But that, that demographic shift is, is, I think, really, yeah, that's why, I, uh, you know, I don't think, you know, Miami's had periods where you all of a sudden got you know, tremendous wealth coming. Sure. It's from Latin America and then you know, drug money, yeah, yeah, drug money, yeah, 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 yeah. But it's never. I mean, the fundamentals of what's driving this are just different. Yeah, and it's, and, it, and I think it's it's irreversible. What? But what is it? What is it that you feel? Do you feel like I was joking? I'm like, oh, this is like how someone from San Francisco must have felt in 2002. Is that what the vibe is? Yeah, I think that's the vibe. And I and okay. I, 
and what I'm, you know, what I'm feeling, what I'm hearing from, you know, like, look, we're all, we talk shit about Miami, right? But we right. And we all have, you know, we're a little jealous about it because it's like our, our little, you know. Hideaway or. Yeah, it's our little, yeah. like, weird, dysfunctional village, right? Yeah. But now it's not our village. Like, this is, like, this, nothing could be more kind of anthropological than what's going on. Well, fucking goddamn Mayor Suarez, loser. Uh, <laughs> well, I it's think, just all it's all his fault. Uh, that tweet. Goddamn. How can I help? How can I help? And but, that stupid billboard. Give me a break. DM but me. But I don't think he, he. I don't think he put that up. That was Whatever. Funny. I mean, honestly, it's like a brilliant campaign. But go it on. It is a brilliant. We're just mad. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, I. Th- I think. I think his his heart and his brain were in the right place. But I just don't think that that anyone can anticipate like the fun. You know. What would be unleashed based on this demographic reality, which is that people want to get the fuck out of California. Yes, and New York. Primarily in New York. And New York City, correct. Where do, you, where do you go? Like, you want to be somewhere where you're not trapped inside. You want to go to a sunny place. Texas and Florida, boom, right? But don't you feel like it's always going to be the snowboard, snowbird effect? Like, we're just this playground... And then come hurricane season, it's going to be dead again. No, the difference is that no one really, you know, when people come down here, like snowbirds come down here, right? Uh-huh. They know when they're going back because they can set their clock to nature. Okay. Right? No one really can set their clock to what's happening now. And so the people that are coming here are actually, they're being forced to actually consider staying here for a longer period of time. Well, this is where I feel like the native Floridians or like the true core Miamians that's been here and have experienced. The Mikasuki? <laughs> no. Well, res- yes, respect the Mikasuki. No, I'm saying like, res- you know, gone through the Irmas and the fucking Andrews and it's not pretty here. You know, I think as someone said, Miami is always a mirage. Like when people come down here during Basel and the winter months and it's just like, oh my God, the city, this is amazing. Waterfront, shit. If a hurricane fucking category five comes to your waterfront property, it's not fun. Other reason I'm Well, yeah. I mean, but it's not fun. So it's like, that's my thing about these, a lot of people is they're kind of like, oh yeah, this is amazing. This is beautiful. We got Panther coffee and fucking Wynwood. And then come like, mosquito season and fucking palmetto bug flying cockroaches and like <laughs> yeah. everything else you're like or the this three months of just enduring scorching insanely huge you yeah. literally walk outside and you're just sweating and drink like that's not fun no. and if i was rich fuck that i'm out you know yeah that's my only thing about i feel like a lot of people have not experienced and i don't give a Give a shit how much money you cannot change this climate. But something's changed. And I can't tell you what, you know, it's like, it's like, uh, was it Oliver Wendell Holmes and Supreme Court Justice? They're like, you know, what's pornography? What's the legal definition of pornography? And he says, um, I know it when I see it. <laughs> <laughs> and I, what I see is that something's changed. Like, and it, you know, I, I can't necessarily define it, but I think. So what does your gut say, Ben? Is it a good change or a bad change? I think that... Or like a neutral change? Just yeah, change. I, think, I think there's going to be good, there's going to be bad. I think it's going to create you know, more... You know, Miami's going to become a more serious place in some, in some ways. Ooh, you mean um, people are going to come on time to meetings? Well, it's not that far. <laughs> um, 
my God, God forbid someone yeah, actually no, shows up to a meeting on time. Yes, go exactly. on. Go um, on. You know, so I think there's that, but then, but I also think that it's going to hypercharge some of the like the things about Miami we don't like, the conspicuous consumption, the ostentatiousness of it, the the pretension and the sort of like the clamoring to be social climbing. Scene. Yeah, the social okay. climbing because now you've got you know not only do you have people with tremendous amounts of wealth coming down here, but they're also you know Miami is a Rorschach. Right? Yeah. And so now what they're doing is they're projecting their view of what Miami is. Oh, interesting. Onto their lifestyles, right? Wow. So then they're, they're like, I so need, hyper douche. Yeah, I need, I need oh. a body Miami. So like, there's a whole oh. set of behaviors that go along interesting. with Miami. Yeah. That is fascinating because, um, I, you know, I listened to this, whatever, this dumb fucking VC podcast. And they were saying how, you know, the West Coast is very hippie, like, you know, peace, love. And, you know, and, you know, the West Coast is like everyone's granola and like trying to be like very PC. And, and then um, I think people are just so overly like over that, you know, especially, you know, because like, let's be honest, like in San Francisco, like no one really cares about your wealth that much like people you know you you dress in your gap clothing and you kind of blend in everyone's driving a tesla because it's like ev and all this stuff here it's like balls to the wall if you gotta flaunt it and this one vc was talking about how he fucking loved the fact that he was able to just chill on a yacht and not feel guilty yeah which is funny because you're like of course you're a billionaire why not like you know but this is us being in miami and you're like you do not go on a yacht in San Francisco unless it's some electronic yacht, you know? And you're just like, okay, that's kind of ridiculous. But at the same time, you're like, oh, I see. Like in Miami, they're just going to flaunt it. Yeah, like, it's, it's going to bring the worst out of them. It's going <laughs> to, you know, it's going to be horrible for us. Um, unless you own the yacht and you make a lot of money. Yes. Can I, can I just tell you that for me, the, the what's completely emblematic of what's about to happen in Miami is, you know, the new 11 residences? The what? You know, the 11, the nightclub, right? Yes. So there's a whole new luxury residential project. <laughs> wait, 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 it gets, it gets better. It gets better. So they're building this luxury, uh, you know, um, residential condo kind of project in downtown. Okay. It's the 11 project. Okay. And it's like, you know, I forget who the developers are, but it's, you know, state of the art. It's going to be one of the highest price points, like Zaha the building <laughs> like, type stuff. Yeah, 1000 Museum Park. And guess, Park, yeah. and guess who they're co branding with, who's going to provide like a holistic, Ayurvedic kind of like thing? Deepak Chopra. Shut the Deepak front door. Chopra and Eleven are Ugh. JVing on a like. Could that be any more Exhibit A of what is happening right now? Okay, yeah. But let's be let's be honest. Only can Miami get away with it. Can it though? I think so. Yeah, I, I think so. Um, I think so. Your twelve million dollar condo comes with a Deepak Chopra app. Absolutely. I'm, I'm so deeply offended by it, and also Intrigued. so excited to go. Yeah. Intrigued. <laughs> exactly. I just want to see it. Damn, man. Yeah. Okay. Well, that it. That that in a in and of itself is maybe the downfall or uprise of Miami. I don't know. Yeah. And then, can we talk about some of this vaccine shenaniganery 
ready to work. Should did you get your vaccine? Is that what happened? No, I haven't. Cause but I, did you get offered at a nightclub? Were you at Carbone and they were like, <laughs> was vaccine on the appetizer list? The sommelier came out. May I recommend no, I, the Moderna? We have a Pfizer. <laughs> uh, we have Johnson and Johnson. Yes. Yeah. Um, yes. I'm sure there's a lot of fuckery with the vaccine. Oh, bro. It's, it's madness. I don't know, man. I, I don't know how I feel like I know people, people I'm close to that have kind of like, you know, played the system or at least kind of like, you know, figured out a way to get the vaccine. Yeah. And I, I feel, in some ways I feel, you know, like, whatever, man. Yeah. But I, I'm also like, isn't there an ethics to it that we should follow? Again, Miami. Yeah, I mean Miami. Maybe in San Francisco, but I don't know. It's like now it's like a free for all. Just if it's available. There's like, um, I guess like people have been staking out CVS and Walgreens around oh, yeah. 6.30 when people are no show. And I mean, they're gonna, I mean, it's gonna go to waste. So might as well, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think that's a little like, you know, needle in the haystacky. It's like that movie. What movie is it where there's like the giant spaceship <laughs> and people are like running to jump on top of the spaceship to get off of Earth because it was about to explode and people were like, shut, do you remember that movie? No. Uh, okay. <laughs> you don't know that, I don't know, it was like a really weird, it was like the I mean, Titanic, what? but like in sci-fi. Like people are like trying to get onto this. Well, fucking... you like, you're like, it's like, it's not like catching the bus. You're trying to get in a spaceship. Like, yeah, I know. It was like a big fucking movie from the 90s. It was like a James, Cam- it was like Avatar type of, you never see, anyways. Close Encounters? No, but it was like one of those like Vin Diesel type of movies, you know, it was like a very like blow them up and like Earth is about to explode and there's these giant spaceships and they literally unleashed the gate and it was like fucking Hunger Games, like people running to the spaceship. By the way, Miami. Speaking of the Hunger, Hunger Games, have you heard like in, you know all that stuff that's going on in Myanmar? Oh well, I know what's going on in Myanmar, but what Hunger Games is going on in Myanmar? You know what the you know what they've adopted now as their there was the sign of resistance that people are people are shooting the fin- whatever they do in the Hunger Games whatever the fingers the are the fucking Jennifer Lawrence character yeah so like that that's now the resist that's now the uh, an expression of resistance in Myanmar. And this is where we end this episode. I love how we educate our listener. Okay, well, uh, I think we're good for now until we uh, hop off to another episode. Yeah, but it's been real catching up, man. Yeah, I mean... It's good to see you. Yeah, physically. Too bad we both (laughs) haven't gotten vaccinated. I know, we probably should have waited until we... uh, It's all right. We should have met at Walgreens and just... We both had COVID, it's fine. (laughs) (laughs) I just don't know if I, I you know. You, let's be honest, Ben. You I had must like, have had you've had like six ver- variants of COVID. I've I think had all you're, of them. you've had all South of them. Africa, Brazil, all, you name it. all of them, all yeah. of them. I've had. I've like, had the Danish mint strain. I'm sure. Yeah. I mean, at this point, you've moved on from COVID. You're like. COVID. All right. Bye. Peace.